Good morning and welcome to March 9th, 2009. It's a brand new Monday and the start of another brand new week. For me, who like Paul says that our Father God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. That's a word from 2 Timothy 1.7, and it's a word that for this week sets us off on this track of uncovering what, in fact, this word wellness really means to us. I wonder if you're anything like me, it's a chicken or the egg type of thing. Does a sound mind create a sound body, or does a sound body create a sound mind? I'm going to bring in some folks to give us some perspective on that today, as I truly hope you'll enjoy this Monday's installment of The Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes, Chasing the Chicken and the Egg. I'm Bo Ellis with Christ Across America, and I'm glad you're joining me this week. I'm flying solo as my chief wellness instigator and yours. Chris Hughes has been traveling, was in Atlanta over the weekend, and will be back with us next week. But not to worry. I've got a special treat for us this week, a few guest appearances by some guys that I had the chance of spending the weekend with here in Tampa. Our church had a big youth conference, and of course my home was opened up to uh, six ninth and 10th grade boys and two really awesome leaders who were just an awesome blessing for me and my family and really had a great time getting them to and from and worshiping with them and praying with them. And Really, the, the conference called Awaken Your Heart uh, was just fantastic, and, and it really awakened for me, uh, thanks to the speaker, Chris Brooks, from Spartanburg, South Carolina, and Wayfair Ministries. Chris brought a message about this disconnect from the head knowledge to the heart knowledge, and how we can really awaken and revive the passion of the real heart knowledge and the real heart of ministry and of serving Christ. So as it relates to this podcast, and the thing that was on my heart this weekend was getting a look at a perspective on things. You know, these ninth and 10th grade guys are walking around, and I'm telling them I've got this podcast, The Word on Wellness, that we'll do over the weekend, or, you know, get ready for Monday morning. And, you know, one of the guys says, well, what's wellness? It really struck a chord with me, because, you know, I assume that the head knowledge is there, that we know what wellness is, and I assume that if there's a disconnect that reviving the heart about and the passion about wellness for you and for me is really where we need to be. But to think that the head knowledge might not even be there for some folks was new for me. And I thought it was kind of cool that you could sit down with a guy and say, hey man, I know you're in ninth grade, but if I said the word wellness to you, what comes to mind? And I think you guys are going to enjoy at least a bit of some of the conversations I had with these guys. I'm going to go ahead and cue that up. And we'll see where we go from there. Hey, Andrew, what do you think wellness is? Uh, I believe it's the well-being of a person and how they are. All right, so you're in what, ninth grade? Yeah, that is correct. And you're in what, Tampa? I live in Tampa, yes. Okay, so ninth grade, that means you're like 15. 14. 14? I'm 14. Wow, dude. All right, so when's the first time you ever heard of this, uh, this word wellness? Until you just asked me that question. If you hadn't have heard the word before, you wouldn't have been able to answer it. That was just a very educated guess. Okay, so wellness is like a state. Yes, a state. It's like the, the, the being of how the person is. Like, yeah, you can say the state. But is wellness spiritual as well? Uh, that could be true too, yes. So spirituality is part of wellness. Your spiritual uh, wellness is part of your wellness. 
So what, what, what makes up wellness? What uh, categories, if you had to say, okay, there's some buckets that we're going to call wellness. What would those buckets be? Uh, good, bad, in between. Okay, spiritual. Um, uh, evil. 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 Temptations. Let's bring Joe in. Joe Calametti, well, how old are you? Uh, 15. <laughs> you sound like Barry White, man. Barry White's the guy who's like, you'll never find. That was that Lou Rawls. All right, Joe, what do you think wellness is? I don't know. For real. For real. What do you think wellness is? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So tell me this. Is fitness a part of wellness? How am I supposed to answer it if I don't know what it is? Oh, yeah. There are aspects of wellness, correct. All right. Hey, let's bring in some younger guys. Carter Ellis. Hey, what do you think wellness is? Being healthy and stuff. How old are you, man? Nine. Wesley, how old are you? Seven. What do you think wellness is? Um, same thing as him. Great. Hey, man, I'm here with Clayton now. Clayton, what grade are you in? I'm in 10th grade. 10th grade where? Jesuit High School. Tampa, Florida. Yes, sir. Famous baseball players from Jesuit. Quick. Oh. Uh, Dave Magadan. Who else? Rick Warren. Or Rick, Richie Warren, actually. Richie Warren. Dave Magadan. Uh, Wade Boggs? I don't know if he was Jesuit. I think Dave Magadan. He's probably the most recent. But that's not important. Here's what I wanted you to talk about on our podcast today. When someone says the word wellness to you, what do you think? Um, health. What kind of health? Like internal, <clears throat> um, physical health. Um, so someone who's like physically fit must be well. Yeah. So wellness is what? Physical fitness. Someone who's physically fit. Does wellness like... Does the word wellness, do you trigger any thought of, of other types of wellness? like Spiritual wellness. Spiritual wellness. So that's part of it? Yes. So f- which one would come first, physical or spiritual? Spiritual. So if you're spiritually well, you might have a chance to be physically well. Yes. How about the other way around? No. Some people are physically fit and are not well. They're not perfectly fit. We almost contradicted ourselves, but I think we're on, on, we're on the right track. Um, I'm probably driving this train a little too much, but you know I was thinking is that I'm looking for for the, the chicken or the egg. Right. Right. And what I'm thinking is that if I'm not spiritually well, it doesn't matter how physically fit I am. I'm just not going to be well. And it makes me think a lot about guys that, uh, uh, what did Jesus say? Uh, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Right. And I think about in terms of money, it's like, dude, you got tons of money and your family's falling apart. What good is it? And I, and I look at physical fitness and I think, dude, you're physically fit and your family's falling apart. What good is it? So I think spiritual wellness for me might be the uh, where we would start this conversation. But I think spiritual, I think physical fitness, what other aspects of your person, what other buckets might there be? How could we categorize this wellness? Take the fitness piece and break that down a little bit for me. Um, what, what does fitness look like for you? If there are buckets underneath that fitness category um, being prepared mentally prepared preparedness or um, like, it's exercise like being in the zone it's exercise exercise being in the zone performance yeah. what about what you eat that matters all right. if you're eating a whole bunch of junk you're not going to perform as well as if you're eating all right so let me foods. get this right so so under this this idea of fitness I've got uh, rest uh, nutrition uh, exercise and performance 
Help me though, in spirituality, in our spiritual wellness, what might some of those buckets be? Um, performing for God versus yourself. How do you do that? Um, whether you win or lose, you're doing it to the best of your ability. And if you're doing it to the best of your ability, then you're honoring God. All right, so honoring God is uh, kind of like nutrition is to fitness in your spiritual wellness. Kind of digging that. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you. So I'm here now with a Naha. Actually, Naha, give me your full name. Uh, Hofaness Francis Nahabedian III. Wow, dude. Tell me about that a little bit. Uh, it's Armenian. My dad's side of the family is Armenian. So. All right, but everybody calls you Naha. Right. Or John. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking that up, but... Okay. All right, dude. Here's what I want you to tell me. When someone mentions the word wellness to you, what kind of goes through your mind? What, what, the, what is it? What is wellness? Uh, well, just mentioning the word made me think uh, immediately everybody gets the words good and well confused. But uh, as far as wellness goes, I think of a healthy person, uh, just in general, not sick, uh, in good health. Okay, so someone who's well is not sick. But what is wellness? The the state of the state of the state of being healthy. The state of not being sick. Yeah. Okay. So would that be just um, physically or or what? Uh, well, you asked me. Uh, that's I thought physically at first, but uh, I mean when I when I picture a person in the state of wellness in my head, they're healthy in every regard. So uh, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Okay, so you're at Georgia Tech, right? That's right. All right. Which one for you is like the most important one? <laughs> if you're not healthy here, then you can't be healthy anywhere else. A lot of people would answer um, nutrition or you know exercise, you know, because they figure that they, they figure it starts with the physical. But you probably know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I definitely think spiritually and emotionally. Uh, if I'm not well, I can't focus on anything else. So I. Number one, I focus on uh, my spiritual wellness and my emotional wellness, which are sort of attached. Okay, well, that sounds good. You know, you say it, but what does that look like kind of day-to-day for you? I mean, give me some real practical ways that you try to stay spiritually well. Seriously, what does that look like? Uh, <laughs> well, I do uh, get really stressed out sometimes. Georgia Tech will do that to you. So uh, I'll get stressed out. I'll go on a bike ride or uh, i run a mile at the gym, see how fast I can get my time and that helps get my stress down and keeps me spiritually, emotionally well. Dude, I love that. You, you're, you're telling me that exercise is a way to stay spiritually well. And one of the ways that you do that. And I think that's cool because a lot of people think that exercise like is wellness. When for me and I guess for you too, it's just part of you know how I stay well in the big picture. Thanks for coming on, dude. What's your, uh, what's your parting shot? Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> State classy? from a movie. Yeah, okay. Well, you might want to tell us about that. Okay. Uh, Anchorman, Will Ferrell. This is a great movie. <laughs> it's inappropriate, though. Don't go see it. Okay. Okay. That's your parting shot. That's my parting shot. Thanks, Naha. Thank you. Okay, so I'm back now. And, you know, I was just thinking about what Naha said. That exercise for him is a way to get to this place called spiritual wellness. And I'm looking at these different buckets and these ideas of of categorizing different types of wellness. And, you know, I really think to myself, look, wellness is wellness. It's just one, you know, big idea. 
And as we look at the different ways that we can get to this idea of wellness, I wonder if you thought of the buckets. Well, I'm on a website right now, and they list 10 different areas. I'll read them for you. Social wellness, occupational wellness, spiritual wellness, physical wellness, intellectual wellness, emotional wellness, environmental wellness, financial wellness, mental wellness, and medical wellness. And I'm thinking, come on, isn't it all the same? And when I start to put you know two and two together and it adds up to ten, I think, man, there's too much going on. I need to simplify this thing. And that's where this idea of disconnect on head knowledge and heart knowledge really struck you know home for me this weekend. Guys, we need to get ourselves to a place where wellness for us is, is a state of you know, who we really are. Um, not something we're striving for or, or wanting to be, but who we really are. And I think Naha really hit it um, today that for him, that bike ride gets him to a place where he functions better, where he spiritually feels more well. And I'm not sure about you. For years, I have used physical fitness as a barometer or a, a measuring stick for me mentally. It, every single thing in my life that's relational, that's business, that's um, uh, spirituality. Everything that I do seems to revolve around this idea of whether I'm training uh, or not. And I'm not suggesting that training is the you know, the end-all cure for, for those things, but I seem to function at a much higher level when I'm cranking and, and doing the, uh, the training. So I wanted to ask you today, what do you think wellness is? How many of these buckets do you... Uh, seem to want to put that definition into and I think it'd be fun even to take a look at a, a definition of wellness let's read one wellness is a multi-dimensional state of being describing the existence of positive health in an individual as exemplified by quality of life and a sense of well-being and I think the reason I'm fascinated with wellness is because I'm really fascinated with this idea of identity um, since I was a little kid, this whole idea of, you know, why am I here has just been going around and around in my head to the place where I finally surrendered my life to Jesus and understood that my purpose here in this life was to fulfill his purpose for my life, in essence, to give my life back to him. Uh, it's not really mine in the first place. So I thank you guys for tuning in this week, and I hope that you've had a chance now uh, we're, we're, we're pretty deep into this thing. I hope you've had a chance now to say, you know, wellness, great, catchy word, um, fitness, great, uh, mental wellness, medical wellness, uh, financial wellness, of course, all these things play a role in what we're trying to do. But are you hung up on the head knowledge? And where are you going to have this awakening of your heart and this passion for really becoming a person that is well. So I thought this would be a great chance to take a look at what the Bible says about being well and about the disconnect, this idea of the chicken or the egg. Is it a sound mind that creates a sound body or is it vice versa? Well, let's start out by taking a look at what the Bible says about what we're putting in to our bodies in the first place. 
You know, Paul wrote about uh, Jesus' breaking of bread in the Last Supper when Jesus said, this is my body broken for you, and this is my my blood to take and drink. This is the blood of the new covenant. Um, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 28, a man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. Paul seems to be painting a picture that if we're not eating healthily with the Lord in mind, that we're not going to look healthy. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 6.19, where Paul says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you, whom you have received from God, you are not your own. And I think, I think also of a couple of Proverbs. 17.22, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Or Proverbs 3, 7 and 8, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. And Paul again in 1 Timothy 4, 8, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Boys and girls, guys and girls, friends. The chicken or the egg is simple. It starts with fear of the Lord and godliness. The Bible says clearly that if we're right with God, if our heart and passion is for Him, that our bodies and our whole lives will look like it. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Again, therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. In verse 2, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So guys, to sum it up, you know, I don't exercise because my body, you know, wants to be fit and happy. My body doesn't know any different. My body was a gift that the Lord gave me to use as a vehicle to transport me from one ministry opportunity to another, to take care of the children that he's given me, and to to be a place where his work can be done here in this world, but only when my mind is right, when my eyes are set on him, and when I feel in my heart that that relationship that I have with a living and risen Savior is just thriving a Galatians 2.20 kind of thriving, that I died on the cross with Jesus and that he now lives in me, uh, that I might do his will here. Guys, the chicken or the egg, again, is simple. Get your minds right. Get your minds focused. Get your minds passionate uh, on your heart and what your passions are. Uh, Bring it all together again. Father, thank you for this time together. Thank you for every year that's happened upon this podcast and is listening uh, to this idea of wellness and what it really means. God, we want to be well in you. 
We want to be right with you. Jesus said he's the bread of life. And God, we want to eat. and We want to be well. So we thank you for this time together, Lord. It's been awesome. And we really appreciate, Lord, that you can be with us. We give you our lives as a living sacrifice, as an act of worship. We pray all these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. The website is ChristAcrossAmerica.com, where we are creating awareness and support for ministries who are getting it done for Jesus Christ in local communities. We want to lift up Chris Hughes in prayer today. The website is 1010wellness.com. We invite all of you to check out the site for all the latest races and all the blogs and all the fun that Chris is bringing into his ministry, leading people into healthy activities and lifestyles they can get excited about. We appreciate you joining us on the Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes this week. It's going to do it for now. This is Christ Across America asking you where are you allowing Jesus to work in your life today. See you next week.